People, welcome to the first edition of the 4th State Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Tyson Aldridge, and with me is my co-host, Jack the Gardener. Jack, what's up? How's it going, guys? Super excited to get this going. Hell yeah. Well, we are just broadcasting from what we'll call our studio, aka Jack's room. But yeah, we've got a fun podcast set up for you. We are thinking about doing this once a week. And we're just going to talk to you about anything that's going on, it, you know, EDM news, upcoming four state events, um, other events that are upcoming around Utah, and yeah, that's going to be it. That's about it. And if you don't like it, then screw you. But anyway, <laughs> um, Jack, tell us, tell the people a little bit about four state, what four state is, and yeah. All right. So four state is uh, an events company I started with three of my friends back in about October. It's me, a friend named Dan Hopkins, and then we also have two other uh, DJs and music producers in the group, uh, Alex Unger and Stephen Ryman. And we started this as just a way that we could be able to throw our own shows and kind of promote other artists in the Salt Lake Valley and local friends because we saw there was definitely a lack of light that was being shown on us and our other friends that are doing this kind of thing. And we just thought a great way to kind of bring that light to us was to just do it ourselves and just kind of see what we could do and how far we could take this thing. Oh, yeah. So you guys have had one event, right? Yeah. So back in May, we had our first show called The Groove Garden. And it went off really well. We knew it would be a learning experience. We held it at a really nice venue that definitely could use some reconsideration. It was very big for the amount of people we had, which was awesome, but just made it seem seem the crowd made the crowd seem a little small for what it was. But uh, I think that'll definitely improve with time. And one of the things that we had started from the very beginning with this events company was not just to throw shows, it was so that when people came to these events, I'll call them for now, is that they felt like they were being transported to another world, something, not necessarily an escape, but something to go and learn from, and just feel like you're in this whole different environment. So that's why we had the whole idea of the different rooms, like we had the Zen Den, which was a very calm and cozy area, which allowed people to kind of escape the noise and chaos of what like of these events and then we also had the treehouse which was upstairs which was just decorated super cool and just an awesome lounging area and made it another space for people to get away from the music and just kind of talk and that that was also one of the main reasons for these other rooms is just because that's one of the things we found that really lacked at shows was there was so many awesome people you were meeting, but you never really had this conversa- opportunity to make these deep, meaningful conversations when you have the music right in front of you and you can't hear a damn thing someone's saying. So we thought it'd be a really cool idea to kind of give people that opportunity to communicate with the other people at the show in a setting that wasn't too loud to hear what they're saying. And so we just kind of rolled with that and like people seemed to really like it and it gave us a lot of ideas to improve upon. And one of the things we also did was had visual artists and clothing brands came out, which we really like doing and we like supporting and helping the other other people in the valley and just 
giving other people the chance to show their craft and what they're doing and the chance to make some money and it really ended up turning out to be a really cool event. We uh it was a 21 plus event with an open bar. It was a private event, so it, which allowed us to do the open bar. So we had about 5 drinks per person, which it was it was really good. We had a we had a really fun night. We learned a lot of things to improve upon, which we had realized from the beginning this event would be about but yeah, it didn't. It ended up turning out to be a really good event, and like hopefully something we'll be able to eventually be able to do pretty regularly. And we'd like to be able to go from venue to venue, and hopefully one day travel the country, going from venue to venue, transforming it for the night, and bringing people out and bringing in artists that people know and like, and supporting artists that are up and coming, and giving them that crowd and that opportunity and chance. Yeah, if I, if I can say, I attended that show, and it was amazing. Definitely the most unique show that I've ever been to. It's like he said, you had the music in one room, and then if you weren't really, you know, feeling that or you needed a break, you could go into the next room and shop, you could look at art, and uh, you could even color. There was coloring books in the Zen Den. I thought that was really cool. And I had a conversation with a gentleman who may have been tripping. He may not have been. I don't know. It seemed like he was. Maybe it was just the zen, the zenness. But yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. So what are the the plans for the future? So we actually uh, we have a meeting tomorrow morning with the owner of the venue, which I've been working with for the past couple weeks, just volunteering at their venue. Uh, hopefully, if all works out, October 19th, 4th State will be doing a Halloween show in Haunted House at this old abandoned church down in uh, Rose Park that's being turned into a community center and venue, and I'm actually working with them right now to build their community uh, garden for them. So I've just become really good friends with the people that are doing this, and they're all really awesome people and have the same idea we do and just... We all vibe together really well, and we had discussed possibly doing our Halloween show there, and the downstairs, it would just be too perfect of an opportunity to pass up to do a haunted house in. So our plan as of right now is we're going to have a stage upstairs with lights, and hopefully we'll get some visuals going. We're going to hopefully get a projector, have a couple artists playing, we'll have the show, we'll have the, uh, the visual artists and the clothing brands like we did at our last show. And we'll hopefully have the haunted house downstairs. And this is actually uh, part of a... We're doing this to raise awareness for this uh, grant competition going on. It's between five different uh, cities in the country. And this uh, building that I've been working at and where we will be throwing the show is actually in the running right now for a $150,000 grant. And so what we would do is have people RSVP by voting for this competition and... People just show us that they voted and that will be their RSVP in. And hopefully that will get it to the point where this place could win that money because they could really use this. Because when this place is really done, this place is done, it's going to be a really cool venue and I think something that we could utilize with Force State for years to come and eventually be bringing out bigger known artists for uh, smaller, more intimate private shows. Oh, that's badass. So is the uh, is the venue, is it downtown? Is it kind of close by? Yes, yeah, so it's only about probably 15, 20 minutes from a main area of downtown Salt Lake. Okay. And it's in Rose Park, which, yes, I will say, sounds a little scary and may intimidate <laughs> a few people, but... The sound was filmed there, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, 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 right. Okay. So 
Wait, it was it actually? Mm-hmm. The Sandlot movie was filmed down in Rose Park. Yeah. Oh, I did. I did not like know the that. actual like Rose Park. That's the baseball field. Huh. I did not. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, there you guys have it. You learn something new on the Four State Podcast every day. Boom. Yeah. So it's actually like in this really suburban like part of Rose Park. It's really nice. All the neighbors are super excited about the idea because this has just been some abandoned church on the corner of their street for for years, and we're turning this into something. That's growing and bringing positive positivity and happiness to people around it. And I think it's really cool that all the neighbors are so on board with the idea. Like, I guess even a couple of weeks ago, uh, there was an events company throwing a show there and they were running the power off an extension cord from the neighbor's house because there's many uh, running power in the place right now. Oh, wow. So I just think that really shows like how down the neighbors are with the idea and how cool they are. But also really shows that if we do throw a show that people will be respectful to the neighbors and the the neighborhood and the venue and just all around just showing respect to everybody involved and it just always seems to turn out for the best that way yeah it definitely helps to have people take care of things that way you're welcomed back yeah exactly yeah you don't want to leave your friend's house looking like crap because then they won't have you back exactly clean up your shit exactly just clean up your shit exactly that's the motto of the fourth step podcast <laughs> clean up your shit clean up your shit um speaking of this church you played a show there just this last weekend right yeah so uh one of my uh friends i've known for a while now since like back in high school uh his name's ty he also goes by uh murderous t he's a rapper great kid just loves to help out other artists and he a couple months ago had this idea of just trying to bring the whole Salt Lake Valley together as a whole. All the different artistic and creative communities just seem to have this almost like standoffish vibe, I would say, in the Salt Lake Valley. So he just wanted to create an opportunity to bring all all of these creatives into one place and show everyone that we're not all that different and we're all just kind of working towards the same goal and if we all work together, it will everything will just be so much better. So a couple months ago, I had gotten hit up about if I wanted to play this show. Like instantly was super interested. Uh, the homies Goldblood, shout out to Goldblood. They're fucking awesome. They're putting on so many artists in the Valley and just doing so much for the Salt Lake Valley. It's awesome. I actually played like my second show at their uh, State Street location. And just ever since then, I've been super cool homies with the guys and uh, they were helping Ty put on this show because they had thrown a couple uh, shows in this venue, actually. And they just knew that they would be able to bring his ideas to life. And so they started out, they had the idea they were going to have two stages. They were going to have one upstairs and one downstairs. They were going to have rappers, EDM DJs, indie music, local clothing brands, local visual artists. And just creatives of all sorts. Oh, yeah. They even had a skate competition going on outside. It was was super dope. Yeah. Just so many awesome skaters just having fun skating together outside. It was just – it was a great night. I uh, played played my set. It was an awesome time. Ended up DJing for a couple of the rappers. Met so many really cool people. Just awesome night all around. And just that venue is just already starting to feel like my home with how much I've been working there and stuff. So – I think it'll be really cool if we do end up being able to throw our show there because I've already had some experience there and I 
know about it and I just really like it and I hope it works out so everyone else will be able to check it out. But back to the big picture, yeah. Um, just shout out to Ty for doing that. He, this, it, it wasn't the last time either. Uh, there's hopefully going to be another one in December. And we had we sold out actually. Um, they did. They oh, wow. they they sold out. It there was a maximum limit of five hundred people, and the day of they reached the RSVP capacity, which I don't I I don't know if we could have expected that. That was just so awesome. So many people coming out to support everyone involved for this first show. It just went off so well for a first time event, and I definitely don't think it will be the last one. I know Ty had mentioned possibly, hopefully, bringing it to some other states if this thing works out. So I just really can't wait to see like how this thing turns out because even just from the first event, just was awesome. Well, uh, my favorite part about the night was just watching the confused looks on people's faces walking to the state fair because it's literally set in a neighborhood, like you said. Um, but it seemed like you ta- I saw you talking to a guy and it seemed yeah, like he was yeah. actually pretty interested. Um, so I think that's really cool that. You know, yeah, no, de- definitely it. turned some heads with uh, about 500 uh, 20 year old, 20 to 25 year old standing, skating, listening to music at this old abandoned church was definitely pulling some heads of some adults. Uh, but I think a lot of them were just more interested than anything. Right. Because it's just been this old abandoned church, so I'm sure they were just assuming it was just a bunch of kids bumming it <laughs> in this old abandoned church. But if they, they would have just walked inside, they could have seen everything that was going on, and I think it would a lot of them would have thought it was really cool. So uh, one thing I've always wondered about, how do you guys find the artist? Do you just like seek out local Honestly, artists? Do you have them message just, you? Just word of mouth, and social media has just been a great help at finding artists and finding other people who are interested in the same idea we are. And yeah, just, I don't know, just the ways we've all come together, like, even if anyone listening to this, if you would like to come set up a table and sell your art or anything, you're creative of any type, please hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, anything, and let me know. We'd love to have you out. Yeah, and I'd highly suggest doing that because, like Jack said, they get good numbers out to these shows. They're always a blast. The, uh, the Groove Garden was unreal. Everybody was having a great time. There were some sloppy people. There were some people just chilling. It was great. You get a mix of everybody. I'm all for it. Um, so, we talked about doing some news. We kind of just wrote down a few things. Yeah. Um, some music-related, some not. Today, they're all music-related. Um, so, Alex Unger, part of Fourth State. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, one of our homies in Fourth State. Um, he's been DJing for quite a while now. And, like, just he was someone that really helped me and kind of guide me in the right direction with... DJing and music production and just kind of life in general and I I've seen how hard he works and the work ethic that guy has with his music and life in general and it's it's starting to pay off he Wednesday uh September 19th he will be debuting at Sky Bar and he will be opening for Liquid Stranger which is absolutely unreal I'm so hyped for him this is gonna be crazy gonna be just a huge opportunity for him and just to show the Salt Lake Valley what they've been sleeping on because he, this guy has a lot of talent and I think it's time for the Valley and the world to see what he has. And I think this will be the first opportunity of many for, for him. And I'm really excited and we're all really excited for him. 
Yeah, it's badass because, I mean, the last few months, V2 has just been uh, scheduling yeah. unreal yeah, no, they've artists. they've just been bringing out artists like crazy. Yeah, and so to see Younger on a yeah, Energy no. Wednesdays lineup, that's that's really cool. <laughs> so awesome, yeah. And it's just going to keep getting bigger. Yeah, exactly. Growing from here. Um, one of my favorite, I just had to write this down because I thought it was funny. Oh, okay is a home wrecker. Not that Lil Xan and Cyrus were married. I don't even know her first name. But Lil Xan was dating Miley Cyrus's younger sister. Oh, really? Yeah. That's who it was? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So they were dating. And the younger sister, we'll just call her Cyrus. Cyrus took a picture with OK. And it was kind of like she was kind of hugging him. And he was just kind of chilling. And Lil Xan flipped out. And, you know. I don't know why. It was just a picture. Yeah. Flipped out, ended the relationship, and now uh, Cyrus is single and looking to mingle. Huh. Are people pretty upset about OK, like on social media and stuff like that? Or? Not that I've really seen so far. It's just kind of people flipping out a little yeah, sad. That, that, yeah, no. People are telling them to take his No matter Xanax, what, they Yeah, 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 right. Uh, yeah, they're all, they'll always be those, those people, though, no matter what you do. They'll find some way to be upset. Cause grief over it. Well, Twitter is so unique in, in that EDM Twitter can take somebody's career oh and God. end it in two seconds. Oh, my God, yeah. But they can also do the opposite. They it can is, help make a career. It's so true. And that is one thing that I really liked about... I at, Over time, I've kind of lost my uh, liking for social media. I see a lot of negative things it does to people's lives and our society. But one thing I do see it as a very positive is it, it can really help artists. Like it can make it so you can have millions of people hear your song or mix in a matter of hours. If, if people are willing to do it, like you can, you can get yourself out there. If you know, if you know what you're doing and you know how to do it and you do it correctly, like social media can be your best friend when it comes to being an artist. And I, I think that's one thing that's really cool. Like back in the day, people had to go down on the corner and sell their mixtapes to whoever would walk by and buy it. Now I can post my song on SoundCloud and who people all over the world can listen to it at the click of a button. Like I don't think people realize like how crazy the times we live in right now actually are. Oh, it's insane. And yeah, like you said, I mean, one song. I mean, Post Malone, like I hate using <laughs> him as an example, but he basically like blew up overnight oh, yeah. because of a SoundCloud song. Yeah, so exactly. You never know what's going to hit, what's not going to hit. Yeah, and you never know like with what what mu- what kind of music is in right now, that's not going to last forever. You never know what's coming tomorrow. That's why I think it's also smart not to chase all these trends with your music production. I think it's just always best to follow in your own footsteps and just do what makes you happy and what kind of sound you'd like to be making because you never know what what's next. You, your sound may be the next thing on the forefront, but nobody knows. That's the thing is you just got to keep doing your own thing and maybe one day it'll stick, maybe it won't, but it'll always be better than chasing that trend and always falling behind because you're doing what everybody else wants to hear. You're not doing you're not even happy because you're not even making the music that makes you happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, um, you know, as great as social media is, it can also be terrible because there's <laughs> shitty people on social media. Oh yeah. As with anything, any group yeah. of people, any walks of life, there's always going to be that shitty person that ruins it for the rest of us, but you just can't let those people win. You just always got to keep, keep 
doing your own thing, keep flying. I felt terribly this this last week. Um, Rez tweeted she kind of got a whole I'll call it a scuffle. I don't know. Kind of got some people riled up on Twitter because of a tweet she sent after Mac Miller passed away. Um, it was basically saying how you know drugs are terrible and. Then, like, in the middle, she just kind of threw in, I'm never going to do drugs. And that's what people were flipping out about. Yeah. But I don't think she was trying to come off as, like, self-righteous. Or yeah, no, like I think she may have just... One thing I've noticed is that with how big Rez is getting, she isn't quite paying attention enough to what she's saying or how she's saying, which is mm. very important when you're at that <clears> level. And and maybe it's something she'll learn with time, or maybe it's something she really doesn't care. Like, that, that could be it, too, and that's totally fine, but... You just got to realize that if you're saying stuff without thinking of how you're wording it and what you're saying, there will be backlash, especially on Twitter. Anything you say will get backlash if anybody has a problem <clears> with it, especially when you have as many followers as she does. I think that's a good point because, I mean, she tweeted she tweeted like how shocked she was at the reaction. Um, but now that you're this huge household name, you can't just say stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, whether... You, you weren't meaning it in a bad way, but people are going to take that and oh, twist yeah. it around. Yeah, no, they check. always will. Yeah, so that's too bad. But, yeah, those are three three news stories. You know, some weeks we'll get more in-depth. There wasn't really a ton going on this week. But I like the Res Twitter one. And Unger, of course, I'm pumped Yeah, no, that's... I hope everybody, <clears throat> everybody that's listening, everybody that can come out, support our guy, our fucking man. It's going to be... It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good show. I know for a fact he's just going to put down a flawless set. It's going to be a good night. Everybody come out. Yeah, if you come and say that you were you came because of the Four State Podcast, I'll take a shot with you. So All let's right. do it. You heard it here. Oh. Tyson will take a shot with you at Sky Bar if you come out and tell him that you came because you heard this on the Four State Podcast. And those aren't cheap, so I'm not saying I'll buy you a shot. I'm saying I'll take a shot with you. <laughs> I'm broke. That's even better. <laughs> exactly. So you get... You know, if you come, you get to buy your own shot and then just drink it with me. It's great. Oh, perfect, yeah. If you want to buy mine, that'd be great, too. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Um, And so we're getting kind of towards the end here. So how we're going to format this podcast is we're going to kind of talk for 20 to 30 minutes. Um, Some weeks it'll be shorter, some weeks it'll be longer. And then at the end, we're going to have somebody make a a 30-minute mix, whether it's a four-state guy or somebody who sends us a mix. And that's just kind of how we'll ride out the podcast. Yeah. And today... We have our mix from Jack the Gardener. Yeah. Jack, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I'm super stoked. So I'm going to just kind of run through my set from this Saturday. And then at the very end, I will be playing my song that I actually just finished up last week. It's unreleased right now, but I'm just kind of holding on to it for a little bit in hopes of re- releasing it on an EP in a, in a month or so. But uh, it's all mixed and mastered, so... I'll toss that into the end of the mix so you guys can check it out. I'm super stoked for you guys to hear it. Hell yeah. Well, everyone, I appreciate you guys for listening. And please keep tuning in. Look out for the Four State Podcast. We'll be hitting you once a week. We're growing. We're going to keep getting bigger. It's going to be great. If you want to come on and talk about um, your art, DJing, whatever it is, let us know. Slide into Jack and I's DMs. Yeah. We're very please. open. Yeah, please do. My DMs are thirsty. <laughs> so yeah, slide in. And without further ado, we got Jack the Gardener.
when I wake up and when I
day It's a getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will surely come my way Hey, hey, hey Every day it's a getting faster Everyone said go and ask her Love like yours will surely come my way a little longer every way love's a little stronger come what may do you ever long for true love from me every day it's a getting closer going faster than a rubber coaster love like yours will love like yours will love like yours will surely come my way
If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, then I'll at least roam this. If I can't leave Earth, 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 then I'll at least roam the surface.
And that badass mix was brought to us by our very own Jack the Gardener. Jack, we appreciate you doing that, and we appreciate all of you for tuning in to the first edition of the Four State Podcast. Keep an eye out for us weekly. Love you guys.